The problem is most agents, they want to spend all the time hunting and no time farming planting seeds. So you have a long-term top producer mentality. I've got to be able to do both. This is how you get to the next level, right? This is how you do 75, 100 deals a year. Easily. Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals along with our unmatched marketing has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area, and this is how we do it. All right, third piece of this whole thing is maintain. This is where I had a big problem at right now. I gotta stay maintained in my relationship with my people. This is what I mentioned briefly a minute ago, is the first one's got to be strategic. I have to have tasks. It's got to be a discipline. Yes, we are lazy on that. I've got to make sure I have a discipline of doing it. It's like discipline of eating food, discipline of eat, going to the gym in the morning, discipline of not hitting the snooze button. The higher level discipline you have, the more success you're going to have in the back end. Every single person has to have follow-up. Specifically, clients, local, clients, non-local, all these things, I have to have some type of task in here so I can batch it together. And more importantly, I don't forget. And all I did was sit back and I spent time and say, why do most of these people, once we get them to this part in the process, why do they not work out? Why do they disappear? Why do they not buy with us? Because most of it, we didn't have a system in place. And I was guilty of this. I told you guys, I signed hundreds of people and never talked to them again. Like, sign them in, I talked to them and sent them emails, but they never called me back. And so what that means is, guess what? They're not going to call you. It's not their job to call you. And the minute you don't call them, they use that justification to go cheat on you with somebody else. Number two, I've got to make sure I connect. I wrote the word care underneath it. If I had to talk about every person that calls me wanting to get out of agreement, the ultimate thing they're saying through the group of lies, they feel like the agent doesn't care. They tell me always, agent's too busy for me. Agent doesn't call me back. Agent doesn't have time for me when I see things. Whatever it is, right? Which is just a byproduct and a story of what? Them feeling like you don't care. And so part of my follow-up has to be very strategic and saying, hey, Jeremy, just want you to know I think about you today and just wonder how your search is going so I can help you out. And I can be super busy, but I can also be what? Present enough in the moment to reach out and let them know I care. And so I have to have a strategy in place to maintain that connection with my client. <coughs> well, why is that? Well, I've done work for them for three months now. Why well, screw it up on month four or month eight? Does that make sense, you guys? And so what happens is, let's say I get to month eight, we've got 30, 40 houses. I got some resentment towards them. They got resentment towards me. I got to make sure I'm reaching out and say, hey, Mr. Ms. Byer, I know we're on month eight. I'm going to reach out and let you know I care about you. I'm thinking about you today. I want to serve you however I can so we can get you guys to the finish line. Because I care about what? The outcome. And i got to reiterate that to them. The reason I put it in here is I need you guys to reiterate that. There's a gift. You ever see a lot of people, they're busy, got all kind of shit going on, but when you got to be face-to-face with them, they're very connected to you, and they care. You can't fake that. you just got to make sure that you're present enough to connect with them. And so part of your calls and your follow-up needs to be your care calls. That's going to be designed to who? My clients, most importantly in the beginning. My care calls need to be my clients. We're missing a lot of people at six and seven to eight 
uh, on, on a straight line because we're just not having the discipline to call them with nobody care. Do I care about them? Yes. Do they feel like I care? No, because we haven't called them and connected with them. So other side, same thing. So they turn on us a month, two or three. We've got to make sure that we're proactive in doing so. If they're calling you, what's that mean? It's a big problem because your credibility from a care standpoint is going down to them. Very, very, very important. Three, third part. I got to constantly be pre-framing. My care call has to be setting expectations. On my seller calls, same exact thing. My buyer calls, same exact thing. And how do I know we don't do this sometimes? Because I get people that want to cancel because you didn't send them enough properties. If someone's upset that you're not sending enough properties, what does that show about the, the ability to manage expectations? It wasn't done, that, st that step was skipped. So part of my pre-frame be what? Hey John, right now you have to have a conventional loan, you know, $200,000, you want at least a half an acre. Just gonna tell you right now, I'm an expert in this market, there's very, very, very few properties that match that. So when I looked recently, there's only 30 total. You're gonna maybe get one or two a week. But just know if it's out there and it matches that criteria, you're getting it. If you find anything that I didn't send you that actually matches that, you let me know because I'll guarantee you won't. And so I've got to make sure I'm doing what? Pre-framing the expectations of what's happening. Here's the thing, writing offers. I can't tell you how many buyers have turned on you guys just by you writing offers that don't get accepted. What does that have to do with? That's a pre-frame problem. And so if you know it's not getting accepted, don't get angry. Just know that, hey, look, I screwed that up because I didn't pre-frame them well enough in that scenario. Does that make sense there? Very, very, very important. And so I got to use that with data and affirmation. Now, I pre-frame them. What happens after that? They forget about it. So then what am I going to do? I'm going to reframe them. I need to understand what they're thinking, what they're saying. If I'm feeling energy that they're disconnecting from me and they're not in agreement with the scenario, what do I got to do? Go back and reteach that. Hey, remember when I was talking about this with you? Remember the last offer we made just got rejected? Right? Remember this time? I've got to go back and reframe, preframe consistently. And so you guys got to understand that, like, hey, look, I've got to constantly be strategic in my communication with them. So if I'm a high-level expert, what am I thinking? What's the story they're telling themselves right now about the current scenario. And this could be true in the home inspection process, right? This is true when we're looking at properties, when we're writing up offers, and also when we're trying to get to the closing table. Lender issues, all these things, I've got to constantly be going back and forth in this dance of pre-frame, reframe, pre-frame, reframe. Last piece here, very important, leverage. I've got to leverage the relationship. I want referrals. I want to get one-to-one. -one. That's my goal. One-to-one. -one. What do you think that means? One closing, one referral. I want to get at least one closing, one referral. Why? Because if I close 40 deals in one year, my first year, I should expect what? 40 referrals. But the problem is we're not connecting those dots. Why is that? We get lazy. We don't follow the systems. How do I know? I check the deals every single week. Right? So if I get a referral from somebody... They close 80% of the time. A web lead, 2 to 
nationally. But what do people do? They close the deal. They never talk to our people again. They never pre-frame them. They don't do anything. They go right back to closing leads, uh, calling leads. They only convert 2 to 4%. They don't tap into the lifetime value. Number one, the most important thing here is I've got to pre-frame them here. This drives me crazy because no one does it. And it, it just, it's just so simple if you understand how psychology works, but no one does it. They get lazy. This is called CFL. Client for life. I have to have the actual conversation with my client that's already also in your buyer presentation as a reminder. Here's the deal. John and Mary, I want to be your real estate resource for life. Anybody we work here, we have a relationship for life. Anything comes up, right? Plumber, electrician, yard guy, cleaner. You call me, I'm going to get you the absolute best at the best price. But more importantly, what part of my job is, is to keep you updated on the value of one of your largest assets. I'm going to send you monthly valuations and updates of everything that's sold in your neighborhood. So whatever you do, do not unsubscribe. What does that do there? I have to have the permission-based marketing for me to market to them forever. Second piece, I've got to make sure that I automate this. Two things. I set the search up, bi-monthly, and I can't tell you, some of y'all force y'all to do it. And then all of a sudden, what happens six months later? Yeah. Barron's had it happen. Katie's had it happen. What happens? They call you one. You have a new already too, right? Yeah. They say, hey, Matt, I need to sell. Can you help me out? This is what helps you. When you talk to, to, to people who call them to sell and you ask about the last agent, how many of them can you remember their name? Maybe 5%. This is the link for them remembering your name. Right? Studies show that over 80% of people would use the same agent again. Less than 10% actually do what? They don't remember your name. Because no one connects the gap between actually buying or selling and when they have that need because it's a long time life event. What this does, it allows me to remind you my name every two weeks. And it's value so you're not going to unsubscribe. So very, very, very important here. So second piece is going to be what? My tasks. You guys with me on this? What does that mean? To do what? Yes. I've got to have the third piece, which is call. How many people actually call past clients consistently, you think? Very few. Very, very few. And so this has to be systematized and automated in your regard. And I'm not going to ever remember unless I do what? Set a task. Once a quarter at the least. If you have 100 less clients, call once a month. There's two things that have to happen to get referrals and repeat business. You have to have professional relevance, meaning you know what the hell you're doing, you actually are pretty good at what you're doing. And number two, you have to have what? Remember? Personal relevance, meaning that they actually think you care and know you care. And so if I'm calling and checking with a hub call, seeing how things are going, guess what happens? I'm connecting both of those. I'm also building through a law of reciprocity, them feeling like, hey, you have to do something for him or her now because they actually cared and gave. Does that make sense? Very, very important. Because I want to make sure I'm doing everything I can to do what? Connect with them. This is where the money's at. Lifetime value is here. This is where you have, and what happens once you start getting uh, some people that send you referrals and come back to you? 
it gets a lot easier. Right? Business becomes less for grind. It's much easier. You get some lay downs. You get some things that come to you. And so you have to start planting those seeds now. The problem is most agents, they want to spend all their time hunting and no time farming planting seeds. So you have a long-term top producer mentality. I've got to be able to do both. We automate a lot of that here for you. We send two videos a month, plus some follow-up emails, right? Plus everything else they're seeing, radio, TV, all that stuff. But you got to make sure you get these two pieces here for you, right? Which is the automation of you actually setting them up on the values and actually making the phone calls in the back end. Very, very important. And here's the thing. Referrals are going to be much easier the whole transaction because they actually trust you, right? If their friend uses you and they're good and they refer to you, they're going to like you and use you a lot more, but they're going to listen to what you actually say. So the dominoes become much easier to knock down. You guys with me on that? Very, very, very important. The fourth piece here, which is very, very important, is I got to re remind them. What that means? Remind them I want them as a client for life. I'm not calling them asking for referrals. I'm letting them, hey, look, I'm here to serve you for anything you guys need. How's the house doing? You need any hookups on yard guys, plumbers, electricians, whatever it is. I'm in business with you guys. Don't anyone looking to buy or sell. Best compliment I can ever get is a referral. Right? And then I'm sending them, what, a text message with my number information so they can have it saved there. Does that make sense to you guys? Very, can you see how each of these are pieces that were missing in, in, in part of the process. Some are missing more. I want you guys to take the minute right here and circle the top three for you that you think you're missing. Could be top four for a lot of you guys in terms of these pieces on the outside, right? Some are doing it decent, but I want to be where I'm knocking the dominoes out fundamentally. I don't care if you're the best salesperson in the world, you're going to cap out very early in terms of what the results are because you're not able to segment the data and the people on a high level. This is how you get to the next level, right? This is how you do 75, 100 deals a year. Easily.